Everybody, welcome back to another week of Faith or Fear. It is July 4th, so happy Independence Day. I hope everybody had a good weekend. I hope everybody enjoyed some good cookouts, good time with friends and family, enjoyed some fireworks. I know I was able to get my hands on a few good ones, and we shot them off last night on the 3rd with my my family. So we had a good old time. I hope that all you guys did as well. So I thought this week, with it being Independence Day and being around this holiday, I thought it would be a good time to talk about freedoms. And I'm going to do it from a country standpoint and then from a um, believer standpoint. So this week we're calling it Corrupted Freedoms because I believe that that's kind of where we're getting at in our country. So just diving right into it. I wanted to start with how did we get to where we're at as a country? How did America get here? Why do we celebrate this holiday? So what does it look like? So if you look into it, and I just did a quick little Google search, just I knew what it was, but I wanted to see what they're saying why America was founded, and it said for <clears throat> liberty, life, and happiness. And so I looked up what the definition of liberty is, and it says the state of being free within a society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority of one's way of life, behavior, or political views. So why was America founded? So there were people from Great Britain who wanted to have their life, liberty, and happiness set aside from their government over there. So they come here mainly in for religious freedoms. They wanted to worship how they wanted to worship. And along with that, there obviously there's a lot of other things that went along with it. But so they come over here and we get, you know, a long story short, we get to the Declaration of Independence. And so in 1776, we became a free country. And it was that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator. And so the Declaration was there to start our government and it was supposed to be a true representation of the people. So they were trying to escape a tyrant government. And so that's not what we're supposed to be in America, which I think some would argue that we're kind of heading down that way, but that's a different topic for a different day. So we got here for religious freedoms and so that all men were created equal. And so what I believe, and I think that we can kind of see this throughout history, and I think we can kind of see it playing out in our own country, is freedom has to come with morals or you just get chaos. So we have the Bill of Rights in the Constitution, and that was put in place so that we had structures and morals that were based off the laws of nature and the, and the nature of God entitled them to. And if you read the Declaration of Independence, that's what it says. So we were we were put here and we had so we we fought here for our, our freedom of liberty, life and happiness. And through that declaration, we get the Bill of Rights and we get the Constitution. So that's our that's now our moral construct of society on how we're going to live this freedom out. And so why is that important? Well, because it was created for all men. Now, granted, have we been a perfect country all the way through? No. And I'm not going to argue that we would that we were. But we are the greatest nation to ever touch this earth. And it's because of these things that we've done and that we put in place and the freedoms that God has given us to get to this point in society. So, of course, throughout time and throughout our history, yes, we did some things wrong and we've corrected them. 
You know, obviously slavery is wrong. I don't think anybody in this country is going to argue against that. So we went back to the Constitution. We went back to the Bill of Rights, and we said, you know what? We were all created. It, it, this was created for all men because we were believed that we were all men were created equally. So this was created for all men. And so we we got through slavery. I know that a lot of people are going to argue on the women's rights side of it, and we got through that as well. So now in today, 2022, everybody has the same rights. Men, women, black, white, doesn't matter. And we've gotten here to this point because of this Bill of Rights and because of our Constitution. Because our forefathers put together a beautiful document that laid out how a free society should look. And again, it goes back to structure. They knew that you just couldn't come over here, label it freedom, and then live a life. Because unfortunately, you can't do it that way. And we're seeing it play out in today's world of why you can't. It goes back to what I said earlier. Freedoms have to come with morals or you just get chaos. See, and what I think we've done in society is we've corrupted our freedom of life, liberty, and happiness to mean freedom to do whatever we want to do without any consequences. If you've listened to my podcast and if you've listened to us through these last couple months, then you'll hear me say that I think the, uh, a lot of our issues come to accountability. We don't want to be held accountable and we don't want to hold others accountable for the things that they do. So therefore, we just try to wipe away the consequence. And obviously a hot topic right now. And, and honestly, one of the biggest topics that you can talk about with this is abortion. See, I don't think that we, the t conversation should be about abortion. It should be about choices that get you to that point. And I want to encourage you guys, listen to our episode last week, listen to our episodes. I've done a couple things on abortion, but it's not about abortion today. It's about our freedoms and how we're corrupting what the purpose of our freedom was to mean that we can do whatever we want to do. And that's not okay. And we can't do that in society. And we're seeing it hit on every, every side, corporate America, political America, and unfortunately now the church. And so what I want to encourage you, if you're not a believer, is that our freedoms have to have structure. Our freedoms have to have morals. We all have to get in agreement on what our morals are going to look like. Because as of right now, we have none. We are getting further and further and further away from having morals. You're allowing boys to be turned into girls, girls be turned into boys, uh, adults marry whoever want, adults want to marry, adults have sex with whoever they want to have sex with, no consequences. If you get pregnant, we'll kill it. If you want to marry a man, marry a man. If you want to marry a woman, you marry a woman. We're getting to the point now where pedophilia is going to come up. You can look at it. California, they're already setting laws in place to where there's a 10-year 10, 10 window where you can't be put on a pedophile list, if I'm not mistaken. You can look it up, the SB45 law. We're getting closer and closer closer and closer. We just keep pushing the boundaries, pushing the boundaries and erasing our morals so that anything and everything can be accepted. And that's not okay. It cannot be okay for a country. And now where I'm going to get to as believers, it cannot be okay in the church. It is not okay in the church. And we as the church have to get to a point where we stand firm on the word of God and live a moral life off of what God tells us to live. And so I'm going to go through some scripture and we'll keep talking about some things. But the first scripture I wanted to use was James 1, James chapter 1, verse 20. Actually, I'll start back at 19. Let's start at 19, because I think this goes towards the pride rallies and abortion argument. 
My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. And so this is what I want to tell you as believers. I have seen a lot of videos. Um, I've not been to a pride rally or march or a pro-abortion rally or, or march, obviously, because I don't agree with it and I don't believe in it. But I've seen a lot of videos of individuals who are there. And I'm going to tell you, all I see is anger. They're angry at you know, when you go to pro-abortion, you hear these women just screaming. I've seen video after video after video of women screaming. And 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 we all know what happened at the um, Supreme Court justices' houses with the babies and the blood. And I'm not going to go into all that. But it's just, it's just anger. It's just evil. It's anger is all I see. You know, these pride rallies when... You, they go to, you know, they go against what the word of God says. They go against what, and then if you don't agree with them, then they call you bigots. They call you, you know, you're the evil one. You're bad. You're this. You're that. And they're just yank and yelling at you. And it's just full of pride and anger. And right here, the scripture says that human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. And so, on the other side of that, as a believer, when you're going up against these things, do not go out of anger. What does it say right here? Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. We're not out here to argue with people, okay? That's not what we're here to do. We're here to share the love of Christ through grace and through truth. We're not here to argue. We're not here to get angry. We're not here to fight. This is what, this is what I truly believe. The far left right now in our society, the ones who are pushing abortion, the ones who are pushing um pride month the lgbtq plus transgenderism uh drag queens in school all this stuff that they're i'm telling you right now they are waging a war against a holy god and it's a war that they will lose every single time every single time if you look out throughout history and, and scripture talks about how god will give you over to your evil desires if you turn away from him he will turn away from us his face is not on those who do evil. And we're going to continue on in scripture to get that. And so I want to go on. I want to go on in into James chapter 21 through 27. Again, speaking on freedoms, speaking on morals. This is what scripture says. And again, this is for the believers out there. This is for the believers out there who keep pushing pride month, who keep pushing abortion, who who won't stand up and say, well, it's not that bad or it's OK. Listen to what the word says. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accepted the, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. To keep oneself from being polluted by the world. 
Guys, that's what we're seeing happening in the church today. Pollution from the world. I can't tell you how many pastors I've heard, how many believers I've heard say that homosexuality is not that bad. Transgenderism is not that bad. Abortion is not that bad. It's women's rights. It's this. It's that. Guys, let me tell you something. You, if you are a believer, if God is your creator, Jesus is your savior, then you have to do what the word says. You can't just sit idly by and say it's not that bad. Okay? So there's two problems I have. You've got the believers out there who don't want to don't want to speak up. They just won't say anything. And then you've got the believers out there who believe in what the word says, but they still go to pride rallies. They still are for abortion. I saw it. I've seen it for the past month. I've had people, I've, people on my Facebook page, people I've grown up with, people that I've loved, people that, uh, like, family, I've seen it for a month now. Talking about abortion is okay. Homosexuality is okay. Transgenderism is okay. It's not that bad. If you're against it, you're evil. What are you talking about? If you believe that what scripture says, then that is of the world and you have now been polluted by it. And in James, right here, we see that it says, keep oneself being polluted from the world. That's the religion that our God our Father accepts. One that is pure and clean. Who keeps his word close to their hearts. Not being polluted by the world. But yet that, that this pollution is creeping into every aspect of society and even into the church now. And we cannot allow that. We have to take our freedoms in this country and take our freedoms that God's given us together and live life off of high morals. Okay? And it's not about arguing with people. It's not about being mean to people. It's not about judging people. I use the story all the time about the adulterous woman. I use it. I'll probably use it in almost every single podcast I ever do. When they bring the adulterous woman before Jesus and the, the religious leaders are standing there expecting her to be stoned. And he says he without sin cast first stone. And it, that's not the most important part of the story, in my opinion, especially not to today's society. What Jesus says afterwards when everybody leaves, because obviously we all have sins, right? So they all leave. And Jesus looks at this woman is there's no one here to condemn you. She says, no, father. He says, nor do I. Now go live a life without sin. That's what the church should be saying. We're not here to condemn you. I'm not here with faith or fear to condemn anyone. I'm here to hopefully share the love and the truth and the grace of a heavenly father and look at you and say, now go live a life without sin. Because for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. See, I'm not here to argue with you. I'm not here to be mad at you or, or, or to condemn you. I'm here to share the love and the gift of eternity. Because for the wages of sin is death. We were all like that. I used 1 Corinthians chapter 6 last, last week in our podcast. For we, were all, we are all sinners, hopefully saved by grace. See, that's what I want people to hear is that you can be saved by grace because we have a heavenly father that loves you enough to send his son to die for your sins. He did it for me. He's done it for you. He's done it for everybody. It's just you have to accept it. Go and live a life without sin. That is what the message should be. I'm not here to condemn you. Go live a life without sin. Now jump into 1 Peter chapter 3. Listen, we're picking up in verse 8. 
Suffering for doing good is what it is labeled in, in scripture. Finally, all of you be, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord on, are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And if we can look through Scripture and see what that looks like. We did it last week in 1 Corinthians. Those who will not inherit the kingdom of God. The evildoers. And the list is long. The list is long. Homosexuality, drunkards, thieves, slanderers. Adulterers, idolaters, the list is long. So what are we here to do as believers? We're here to show you grace and truth. It's time now that we stand firm on the word of God and preach what the truth of the word of God says. Stop corrupting our freedoms in this country. Stop corrupting what scripture says is right and wrong. Every inclination of the human heart is evil. The only thing good comes from the Father. So if, if it's coming from a self, selfish desire, it's evil. Because we live in a sinful nature. We, sin, we live in a sinful world. And Scripture says, do not be polluted by it. Guard your hearts and stand firm on what is true. Now, I've heard a lot of people saying that we shouldn't worry about what other people are doing. I saw this thing floating around Facebook. I saw I saw several people posting it that God's not going to worry about the person who married the man who married a man or the woman who had an abortion. All, this. all he's going to ask you is about you. Well, listen to what James chapter five says. Because I think that this is very important as believers. We are called to share the gospel. OK, if we see people doing something wrong, it's not a it's not a condemning someone it's not out of anger it's saying hey scripturally speaking that's wrong okay and so what does james chapter 5 verse 19 through 20 my brothers and sisters if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back remember this whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sin Whoever turns a sinner from the error of their ways will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sin. We as believers should want to see every single person come to Christ. And if we see someone acting in a way that is not biblical or acting in a way that honors God, then we should approach them full of grace and full of truth. Hey, brother. Hey, sister. I love you. I love you enough to tell you that, listen, Scripture says that what you're doing is wrong. And I love you enough to share this word with you. And I want to encourage you to dive into the word and see what God sees honorable. Pray for the individual. Love on the individual. It's Again, it's not about being right and wrong or I'm right, you're wrong. It's not about condemning people. It's about sharing the truth of the gospel. And so what I want to encourage you guys this week as we're celebrating our independence is stop corrupting our freedoms. Just because we're a free country doesn't give us the right to do whatever it is that we want to do. And I'll take it a step further as believers. Just because you can do something doesn't mean that it's right. 
Just because you can go get an abortion in California does not make it right. Just because you can go out and get, you know, have alcohol or do this doesn't mean that it's right to get drunk, right? That's why we have laws and stuff in place, right? Just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. It doesn't mean that it's right. And I'll give you that as an example. We all think that drinking and driving is wrong, right? But people do it. So just because abortions, just because people do abortion, does that make it right? No. And just because there's a law that says you should or shouldn't do it, does that make it right? No. Just because California says you can do it, that doesn't make it right. So I want to encourage you guys, stop being corrupted and stop being polluted by the world. We have to live off of high moral standards. And I did an episode on that earlier on when when our podcast first started getting going. And I want to encourage you guys, go listen back to that episode because I believe that it's a good message for where we're at in our country and having high standards to live off of. Because if we keep corrupting our freedoms, then we're going to have just a chaotic society. And honestly, that's kind of where we're heading. And I don't want to see that happen. So I want to encourage you, if you're believers out there, this is specifically for the believers. Stand firm on what the word says. Don't just hear it. Be a doer of the word. And don't be scared of what this, of what society calls you, what, how society labels you. It doesn't matter. Because if you're a doer of the word, then you have a heavenly father who goes before you and stands behind you. So I want to encourage you guys, again, go full of grace and full of truth. And let's stop corrupting our freedoms. I love you guys. I appreciate you tuning in. As usual, if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Share us with your friends and family. And again, guys, this is not about me. This is about furthering the kingdom of God. If I can be a tool in the Father's hand, then I will. And that's what I hope that this podcast is. So I love you guys. We'll see you next week.